these 217 cats are not your average, ordinary, everyday cats. They don't use the litter box. They use the bathroom. Welcome back to another episode of Sterling Municipal Library's podcast, where we talk to you about the books we'd like to recommend. And Cherie is bringing with her today a graphic novel that I think may have actually been written about Katie. It is called Katie the Cat Sitter. <laughs> uh, no relation, I think. But how about you go ahead and tell us about it? Is it for kids, tweens? What this age group? is written for kids. The okay. protagonist, Katie, is um, presumably, if it was written about Katie, it was written about Katie a long time ago, because the Katie in this book is 12. And... The premise is that Katie's friends are all going off to a, an expensive summer sleepaway camp and Katie can't afford to go and she really, really wants to go. So she's trying to earn money to go and join her friends for the last week of camp so they can all be together in the woods. So I'm guessing that she naturally likes cats. I see a ton of cats on the cover. How many cats is she actually watching? Some of those cats have earphones on. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Katie lives in an apartment building that doesn't allow pets. So <laughs> Katie doesn't have a cat. Mm-hmm. But Katie's upstairs neighbor who hears her, poor Katie, she puts up a sign that says, hire Katie to do work. Let me water your plants. Let me clean your apartment. She fails. Plants die. So oh, no. Oh, no. I relate a little too hard to um, that. Katie is struggling to, to earn any money at all, saying, oh, I, I, I wish I just can't do anything. I'm trying to earn money for camp. Katie has a downstairs little shop in the building. This is like New York City. So mm -hmm. there's a shop in the first floor of the apartment building where a convenience store, people can stop and buy stuff. And the convenience store owner does have a cat who is just a brat. This cat does not like anybody. Mm. Not anybody. You know, people, the beautiful cat doesn't like people. And then Katie's upstairs neighbor Madeline comes in and the cat loves Madeline, jumps right up to her, says hi, and then jumps over and snuggles with Katie, who just, you know, casually pets the cat while complaining that she has no way to earn money to go to camp. <laughs> and Madeline says, hmm, cats like this girl. So she says, well, I need a cat sitter, Katie. Why don't you come and cat sit for me? Oh, wow, you got to have pets. <laughs> Your landlady doesn't know about them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in apartment whatever. Come on up this evening. I need to be out from six until midnight. I have a meeting at night, a work meeting, and you can cat sit for me. When Katie gets to the door, she's starting to have second thoughts. And Madeline's like, okay, so it's until midnight. You want $25 an hour. How about $30 an hour? That's some expensive cat sitting. That's 180 bucks a night, y'all. I don't know about you, but 12-year-old me was not earning 180 bucks a night. I mean, I guess prices guessing, are inflated because New York. I'm, I'm also, I'm guessing it's because there's more than one or two cats. <laughs> Oh, Katie. <laughs> Katie in this room. Yes, you have caught the catch. There are 217 cats. How does this place not smell like this cat This is some piss? real, some real <laughs> magic realism cat setting. <laughs> this is absolutely magical realism cat setting. This is a graphic novel. Did we say that? It's yeah. a graphic mm -hmm. novel. So these 217 cats are not your average, ordinary, everyday cats. They don't use the litter box. They use the bathroom. Okay, that was where my brain first went, was I was like, that has to smell so bad. No, they use the toilet. And it smells like roses, and everyone's in line to use the bathroom, because there are 217 cats and presumably one bathroom in this New York City apartment. So when Madeline introduces Katie to all the cats, she says, oh, we need a house key. Jolie is one of the cats. Jolie, go get us a house key. 
Jolie runs off and tap, tap, tap and comes back with this fingerprint authenticated house key. And Madeline says, oh, teaching a cat to create a 3D model render and print a mold and then cast and cure a silicone fingerprint is easy. These are not your average ordinary cats. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> when one of the cats has a hobby listed as likes lasers, it's not like a little laser pointer that goes like this. It's click and it's a laser grid. And the cat like jumps around and like does the thief thing trying to get through and around the laser grid. So I'm guessing that eventually this takes her outside of the apartment on some different escapades or something. Eventually, yes, because one night Madeline doesn't come home. But I'm getting slightly ahead oh, of gosh. myself. <laughs> getting slightly ahead of myself. This is an. Um, this reminds me a little bit of the book Hench that I talked about on an earlier podcast, mm-hmm. because heroes and villains are a thing in this world. There's a, a screech owl type hero is the hero for this city, and and Maustris is a villain. When um, Katie has these 217 cats, she's looking for. They have hobbies like explosives and demolition and. Mm-hmm. I mean, any cat really has a demolition hobby. If you have cats, you know this. (laughs) These cats shred the apartment the very first night. They destroy everything. They order 30 pizzas with anchovies on them because they can use the Internet. Those monsters. (laughs) I was about to ask if they have a way to communicate. Well, one of them is a language expert, but... That just means she, like, understands 30 languages or something. So at the end of the night, Katie's like, I'm getting fired because she's staring around a destroyed apartment with no cats in view. And she's like, how do you lose 217 cats? What just happened? And Madeline comes in the door and says, oh, Katie, I've never seen the apartment looking so clean. Because what these cats did in the last 10 minutes before Madeline came home is cleaned the apartment, stole a couch from the downstairs neighbor to replace the one they shredded, completely restaged the the apartment looking like a a ready-to-sell place. And Katie basically is getting kicked around by these cats. It feels kind of like they're like aggressively pranking Katie, but they also are like, I kind of like you though, so I want you to stay around to be pranked a little longer. (laughs) Yes, a little bit. They're having Mm -hmm. fun playing with her. So um, Some sort of cat and mouse game. Yes, but I mean, you can't let the 217 kids walk all over you. So what do you do when you're desperately trying to raise money for camp and you're earning a bunch of money? You write to your best friend who's at camp and say, Bethany, what do I do in this situation? And, And your bestie says... You remember that prank we played on our middle school teacher and her best friend gives her a tip so that Katie can prank the cats. Mm. Oh, nice. So I know you don't frequently dabble in kids graphic novels. What made you discover this one? Honestly, I don't frequently read any graphic novels except when I'm expanding my horizons. I think I saw a review of this one pop up and it just looked so interesting. First of all, cats. I love cats. Mm-hmm. And the review mentioned 217 of them. And I'm like, I have got to see how this works. <laughs> and it mentioned heroes and villains and 217 cats, which sounded like my catnip, so to speak. The art style is, it's cartoonish, but it's not, it's not anime. It's not hyper-realistic. But you can see expressions on the people's faces and on the cats' faces. So it appealed to me on, on several levels, and I wanted to see what the story was all about. Is it part of a series, or is it a standalone? It will be, eventually. Now, here's the downside. It's a recent graphic novel. So there will be a sequel, a second one coming out. Eventually. (laughs) So it's going to be close to a year, probably. So I'm guessing this is kind of like 101 Dalmatians, where you don't really get to meet all 200 cats, but there are probably like a couple, like two or three that are like your main stars of the show. Can you tell? 
Yeah, there's about three that you that you do meet, but there's a point where I basically my brain turned off because I was skimming, and that was where they were running down a roll call of like thirty or forty of the cats with their with the cue cards Madeline made for them. Did they have pictures <laughs> of all the cats during this? Well, they do. Have, I'm just trying. Well, I mean, they, during the roll call, did they yes. match a picture to each? No, I'm picturing cat mug shots. Cue card, right? A little bit, <laughs> little bit, because uh, the other advice that someone gave her was, "Why don't you try bonding with these cats? You should learn their names." Two hundred and seventeen cat names. So, and do these cats have like grown-up names? Do they have like? funny cat names like Mrs. Puffins or... No Mrs. Puffins is, like I said, there's Jolie. Mm -hmm. There's Pierogi, who is a textiles expert. Oh, I would totally name a pet Pierogi. That's a good one. There's DJ Booty Butler, (laughs) who's a Mad Beats. There's Knox, who does robotics. There's Beady, who does high jumps. (laughs) High jumps. Miles is the one who likes lasers. (laughs) So, and Jolie was the one who does hacking and mm-hmm. somebody does online gaming and hacking of course so. <laughs> yes beaten by a cat so who do you think the ideal audience would be for this book i think anyone who's in the mood for a light story it, there's enough meat to this story that you feel like it's worth your time to read it but there's enough lightness to it that you don't feel like you're being dragged through the mire every step of the way this is not a dark Batman Arkham Asylum situation. This is a a much lighter, the the goal throughout this is Katie, even though there's 217 cats and heroes and villains and Katie is the protagonist. It's Katie's journey that you're following. If you can't relate to a 12 year old kid who really, really wants to go to camp and deals with her friends being at camp and her not and maybe growing apart a little bit along the way, then you're not gonna like this even if you do like the heroes and the villains and everything, because it's Katie's story. And you think age-wise, probably middle school or late elementary? I would say upper elementary to middle school, to people who don't care what age things are written for and just want to read a good story, which is I'm basically there. If you can identify with a 12-year-old girl who's really wanting to raise money Mm -hmm. for camp, doesn't want to take a handout, and she's just trying to scrap and claw and just earn something for herself, and, you know, with 217 cats... And it seems similar to Raina Telgemeier's books. If you're looking for these themes, you can see them. But you're not really being hit over the head with them. Mm-hmm. You're being hit over the head with hijinks. Yes. There's good, there's evil, neither of which may look exactly like what you think. And the evil is sort of corporate evil more than more than clawing from the depths of the abyss evil. That makes sense. <laughs> so, um, Kind of like Lord Business from the Lego movie. Yeah. That's a good analogy. All righty. Well, thank you so much. I know last time you reviewed with us, you reviewed a book that had a cat in the title, but that really was tangential to the entire purpose of the book. So I feel like now you've come full circle <laughs> and reviewed a book that has all the cats in it. 217 cats. Yes. <laughs> yes. These are cats. There are really cats throughout this book. If you're picking this up because cat's in the title, you won't be disappointed. This book is all cats all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. And stay tuned next week for some non-cat book recommendations. Maybe. Maybe.